What's up, what's up, what's up? Uh, welcome back to GMs for Hire. This is going to be episode I don't know because I'm not keeping track, but we're re- actually recording this right now, currently on May 6, 2020. We're going to be pushing this back probably about next week or the following week, but nonetheless, we're trying to get some content saved up, ready to go. And we actually figured we'd record this episode today because today is the special birthday of MLB Hall of Famer Willie Mays. And uh, Matt and I were talking and we were trying to figure out which player actually had the better career and which player was actually uh, you would actually would rather have between Willie Mays and Mickey Mantle. And uh, by the way, I'm Will Polston. That's Matt leave on his team in the championship game, Matt Perry. Um, but nonetheless, you know, we were trying to figure out who you'd rather have during um, I'm assuming just to have back in their back in their days. Would you rather have Mickey Mantle or would you rather have Willie Mays? And, uh, you know, we both uh, we both kind of picked the side and we tried to talk about it a little bit and we were not on the same page. So, Matt, I'll I'll turn to you. Uh, what, what's your take on the argument? I mean, I don't want to I'm in a tough spot playing spoiler on uh, Willie Mays's birthday, but I had to pick Mickey Mantle um, for this one. The numbers don't necessarily show that he's better than Willie Mays, but I found several factors in which. um Mantle has either beaten out Mays or certain factors have played into why he his numbers aren't as great as Mays. So we'll get into that um, soon. But yeah, I'm, I'm taking the side of Mantle on this one. See, and I, I don't understand where he's getting that. I, I don't I, To me, I was just kind of shocked that he even said Mantle. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously taking the birthday boy. I'm taking Willie Mays and we're going to kind of go back into both of their careers. We're going to do a little bit of a statistical dive, hopefully try to figure out you know, who we think is better at the end of the days. And so Matt, I'm going to turn to you and cause I'm, I'm going to let you start. Uh, give me, give me just some, some reasoning for Mickey Mantle. Give me what, what is going through your head to think that Mickey Mantle is a better player than Willie Mays. So Mickey Mantle, uh, he only had 8,102 at bats in his career. Um, he had to retire when he was 36 due to several injuries, uh, mainly his knees, um, which also limited him out in the field. But comparing Mays to Mickey Mantle um, production-wise, you know, the numbers are there, and they're closer than they probably should be considering Mantle played 22 seasons compared to... um, Sorry, Mays played 22 seasons compared to Mantle's 18. Uh, Mantle, 536 home runs. Um, 2,415 hits. I'm just going down the list here of things I have. A uh, career 298 hitter. He had a triple crown in 1956. Um, on-base percentage is 16th all-time, 421. Uh, one season it was up to 512, which led the league that year. Um, championships don't necessarily matter, but he, did, he is a seven-time World Series champion. Um he was blessed with a great team around him during that time. Um, and I know Mays did not have that. And I feel like a lot of that does play into the statistics surrounding each of them. Well, I know you, I know you mentioned that like, you know, championships may not always mean the most, but a lot of people will argue that a lot of people say that's why Tom Brady's the goat. You know, he has six rings, you know, um, I know that the long debate forever was Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers for, I mean, I think it's obvious that Tom Brady's a little bit of a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. Maybe I'm biased because I'm a Bears fan. But, I mean, I, I was looking at it statistically, and I was trying to figure out where he was getting Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle did obviously have a great career. But, um, as you mentioned, 18 years in the league. Willie Mays did spend 22 years in the league. 
Um, he played all the way up until he was the age of 42. Um, and he ended with Hall of Fame numbers, and that's why he's there. I mean, three, uh, 302 career batting average. He also had 660 home runs, which, if I'm not mistaken, is fifth all time. Um, 32 uh, Over 3,200 hits, almost 3,300. Um, he also had... 2000 over 2000 runs scored over 1900 RBIs and over 330 stolen bases. He was all over um, both hitting and base running. Not to mention, if you look at his hall uh, at his accolades, I should say he was, he is in the hall of fame. He's a two time MVP um, award winner. He won the rookie of the year, his rookie season. He has a batting title underneath his belt. Um, 12 time gold glove winner. He's a, uh, MLB player of the year, 24 time all-star. He has a world series. I mean, the accolades go on and on, but I mean, it's fair to say that it goes on and on for Mickey Mantle as well. But I mean, in, in my opinion, when you look at the numbers, you have to go Willie Mays. And I, I still don't get where you're getting Mickey Mantle. I mean, the guy, the guy ended with a career batting average over 300 and the guy's been in the league for 22 years. The guy has 3,000, 3,200 hits compared to Mickey Mantle. You even said, I want to say Mickey Mantle's hits were at, uh, what was it, like 20, not even at 2,500. I mean, they, uh, May, Mays is the better player. I mean, statistically, on paper, you have to agree. You make some fair points. I won't lie. Um, I, I also think it needs to be factored in that Mays had over uh, 2,000 more at-bats. So I think that could explain a little bit of the hit totals being different. But um, could you read me his line from his rookie season? Because um, j- j- we'll you just want Mays comp- or Mantle? Um, I have Mantle, obviously. Um, okay. If you want to read Mays, because Mantle did not have an opportunity at a rookie year because that award was not um, out yet back in 1952. But um, uh, Let me see how far I can stretch this out. So right now, I uh, what all stats do you want to know? Is there anything specific you want to know about it, or just slash line, significance, uh, anything? Give me the slash line and home runs, RBIs, average, stuff like so that. So in his Rookie of the Year campaign, Willie Mays in 1951 batted 274 with an on-base of 356, slugging 472 for an OPS of 828. He also had 20 home runs, 22 doubles, uh, 68 RBIs, and then came around to score 59 times. Okay, so... He also uh, stole seven bases. Okay. Uh, Mantle finished third in MVP voting his rookie year, although I see no sign of any rookie of the year placement. Um, 23 home runs, 87 RBIs, hit 311. Uh, actually led the league in OPS with 924. Um, had 37 doubles, only stole four bases. But his career high was only 21, so he was never like the biggest base stealer. But he he did he did have speed. Um, his uh, home plate to first base time is among the fastest in history, 3.1 seconds, according to Baseball Almanac. Uh, he didn't steal bases, but he was able to reach base quite quickly. See, um, and that's one thing I don't get. How is how is Mickey Mantle a better base runner and everything? Yeah, great. He's the fastest to first base all time, but. You said it yourself off camera. He had two bad knees. He, he, he wasn't getting around much, and Willie Mays ended up stealing 330 bases. I can't say that he's a better base runner because that that's that's stolen bases, and Mays statistically has him there. Um, but just quickness, just getting to the bag, you know that you know beating out infield singles, stuff like that, tough plays. That's where you see on base percentage kick in, and that 421 all time. 
uh, I mean, career on-base percentage for Mantle kind of eclipses May's 384, which isn't bad by any means, but doesn't really touch touch Mantle's uh, stature there. Yeah, he's getting on base more, but I mean, are we are we looking for the better hitter? Are we looking for the better all-around player? What's what's the situation here? Because in my opinion, if I'm starting a franchise, I want Willie Mays because he's all over the place. I mean, he's going to do you good in the field. He's going to do you good base running. He's going to do good at the plate. And I mean, statistically, he has the better average. He may not be getting on base as much because he may not be drawing the walks or stuff like that, but he's he's getting more hits, at least percentage-wise. I mean, he's getting a hit more often than Mantle, not by much, but I mean, it's there. I mean, a walk is as good as a hit. Uh, you know, that's a common common saying. And if you look at it, I mean, I, I'd say that reigns true as well. You look at career walks. Now, given Mays played four more years and had all those more all more plate appearances and all that, um, walk totals, 17.33 for Mickey Mantle, 14.64 for Willie Mays. So Mickey Mantle had almost 300 more walks than Mays did in his career. And that's and that's what Mays playing all those more games. So Mickey Mantle's best thing, even more than his great power, even more than his home plate to first base time, whatever the case may be, is just his ability to get on base. You know, he, he won bat he was a one time batting champ, as was Mays. But, you know, you look at other stuff like on base percentage and walks and hits. And these are out, these are all outstanding numbers, and I just think that on getting on base is just as important as getting hits. I mean, it's the same it's the same prowess, and not many did it better than Mickey Mantle. Is Mickey Mantle the same guy that led the league in strikeouts five years, and also had eight seasons with over a hundred strikeouts compared to Willie Mays, who only struck out over a hundred times once? We're talking about the same Mickey Mantle, right? Yeah, but at the same time, um, Mickey Mantle led the league in on base percentage three times. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know how often Mays led his league in or led the league in on base percentage, but three times. Looks like only for, twice. Yeah, and three times for Mantle. OPS, it, you you add slugging, you add that power, you add that hitting ability. Mickey Mantle led six times in mm-hmm. OPS. Mays only did it five. So there, there you go. I mean, both both are outstanding. I will not, I will not um, knock Mays down that many pegs. I I still think he's a fantastic player, but you're seeing it here. Mantle can keep up and even do better than Mays in a lot of this stuff. I don't think the argument here is is one good is one bad. Obviously, they're both phenomenal players. They sure. they're both generational talents, but like. And I, and I think it's fair to say that Mickey Mantle had a better success at the plate. I mean, he's hitting it harder. He may be striking out more, but he's taking more walks. He led the league in walks to me, according to baseball reference, it looks like five times. Five um, times. Willie Mays only led it once. So he's not taking that many walks, but he's not taking that many strikeouts either. His strikeout rates were super low. Um, as mentioned, he only struck out over 100 times one time. That was in 1971 at the age of 40. I mean that. Uh, I mean, what do, you, what do you want the guy to do? He's out there swinging with cataracts anyway. And then Mickey Mantle comes in and he's striking out over a hundred times in both '59, '60, and I mean, and '58. And these are his prime years. This is 26, 27, 28 years old, and he's out here striking out 120 times. Like 
that's not what I want. I don't want my prime guy to be striking out a ton. I mean, granted, you look at somebody like Javier Baez in modern times, who's going to, you're going to guaranteed 120 strikeouts, but like, that's not what I'm looking for right now. I'm looking for put the bat on the ball and, and Mickey Mantle is just swinging and missing. It's a lot different for a new age player. I, I like how you mentioned Javier Baez. Cause I was thinking about that with someone like Aaron judge, you know, they strike, uh, he strikes out a lot and probably more than he should. But at the same time, he's producing offensively. His war is high. He's help. He's helping his team out like no one else is. So I think that justifies strikeouts a bit. Um, for example, with Mantle, you look at his 1958 season. He led the MLB in strikeouts with 120, yes. But he also led in walks with 129 and home runs with 42. So And, and hits. Oh, and runs, I'm sorry. Not hits. Runs, 127. So you see he led the league in strikeouts. And this, this line here, this 1958 season for Mickey Mantle, truly reminds me of a new age hitter. Guys like Joey Gallo and Aaron Judge and big guys that can hit the ball a mile and they just strike out a lot. But at the same time, uh, I can't see Joey Gallo in these numbers just because there's more singles than home runs. But uh, I mean, maybe that's just me. But that's a yeah, that's a good point. But point being, lots of strikeouts, but still lots of offensive production. Uh, I see where you're going. Yeah, and it's a great. I think it's a great example of the future of a new age hitter. What we see today. Um, so I, I don't think strikeouts play as big of a part. A strikeout and a ground out are the same thing to me. It's an out. You know, whether you hit it to the warning track as a fly out or you're striking out swinging, it has the same end result. And in turn, I don't think should affect how you look at someone's career. I mean, I really like this. What what year is this? I like his age 25 season back in 1957 where he's, only where he's walking 146 times and only striking out 75. I mean, those are phenomenal numbers, but uh, when you, and, and I, I can't really argue with that much with Willie Mays. Cause even the year that he led the league in walks, he had 112. I mean, he still struck out 123 times, which is his career high. So um, again, like he, he, his eye got more disciplined as he was getting older. He's taking more pitches, but he's, he's swinging at a lot of crap too. It looks like. Um, only batting 271 that year in 136 games. But whenever I look at it, I mean, just more consistent. I, I feel like consistency is what I'm looking for. And, and Willie Mays just seemed to get it done. I'm going to, I'm going to sort here by batting average. And I mean, there, there's definitely a lot of good years by Mantle. And I, and that that's without a debate. Mantle got all the way up to a 365 batting average at a point. Willie Mays only to 347 at his career high. But I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten years of over 300 batting average. Mickey Mantle, I mean, it Mickey sucks because Mickey Mantle's right there. Oh, had ten years above 300. And that's that's it's nuts. Like I I I, I it, it's hard to say hitting wise. It's really hard to make the case for Willie Mantle or Willie Mantle. Who the hell is that? Willie Mays. Um, Sorry, M, M last names is all getting weird, um, but no, it, it it's kind of hard, and I, I see where I see where you're getting the Mickey Mantle point from an offensive standpoint. Um, I mean, home runs wise, you look at it, and Mantle's popping them out like crazy. Mays, I mean, granted, popping them out like crazy too. RBIs, 140 plus for. Uh, I mean, that that's something interesting. He had a 141 RBI season, but I mean. Mandel has four seasons above 100. 
Maze. That's where Maze gets you a little bit. Maze, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Not ten. Ten seasons above 100 RBIs. And, I mean, to, to get that kind of run production, I mean, that has to say something for it. And I'd imagine, you know, that has to go with runners in scoring position. And though we don't have that stat from baseball reference, I can imagine that has to go a lot into it. I mean, granted, these 47 and 52, 51 home runs have to go a lot into it as well. But, I mean, the the runners are getting on, and Willie Mays is at least cashing in. Uh, not Not nearly as much as Mantle, but I know Mantle was on better teams back then as well. So, I mean. Well, to counter that, um, you mentioned RBIs with Willie Mays. Uh, I think it's key to note that he did play in polo grounds most of his career, which is a known hitter's park with those really, really deep gaps. You got, an outf- you got a center field wall near 500 feet away almost. So I think Willie Mays had much easier opportunities to drive in runs playing at the park that he played at than at Yankee Stadium, which is smaller. And I would say a hitter's park for the most part. Um, you got the short porch and right. Left field's only 318, only four feet more. But, you know... RBIs are easier to come by when you have really deep gaps and you can just kind of take advantage of that. Not everything has to be a home run swing. You know, a nice line drive can get you what you need to do. Um, You'd imagine that, like, if you put Willie Mays out there in Yankee Stadium, though, he's still going to produce. I mean, he doesn't have the gaps, but, I mean, he's got a much shorter wall, at least out in center field and in the gaps. You know, you well, got to think if, if he's finding gaps, you got to think that, you know, he's going to find home runs at Yankee Stadium. Well, let's look at career OPS plus, which adjusts to um, the player ballpark um, that they the based on the ballparks they played in their career. Um, OPS plus. Uh, Mickey Mantles is one seventy two. Is that his left, career? One seventy two. Yeah, that's yeah, that's his career. Okay, Maze is one fifty six. Yeah. Okay. So um, I don't so know exactly. How, I mean, yeah, I that, that's like. That's a newer age stat. I can't say I directly know how much it's calculated by or how it's calculated, but I can say that Mantle led the league in it. Uh, looks like eight times in his career. Uh, uh, so let's see, one, two, two, four, five. I, I've got six for Mays. So I mean, Mays is there. It's just obviously the numbers are a little bit higher for Mantle. Mantle's there as well. But uh, man, hitting you may have me. I honestly hitting. Mantle is a phenomenal hitter, and I, I I think we need to break it down into four categories. And I think whenever you break it down into four categories of who you'd rather have, I think this is where I get you. I really don't think hitting was where I was going to get you with Willie Mays. Um, if you go to defense, you know, at a lot of people, Gold Gloves, whatever they're they're BS. They, you know, whatever you want to call them, Gold Gloves to me they're important. I think gold gloves, you know, showing that you're the best fielder in the league to me, that's pretty important in my opinion. Um, though it is voted upon, it's not, you know, always the statistical answer, you know, it's not always 100% accurate, but whenever you look, you know, and they always mention that, you know, Mick, that Willie Mays was an absolute beast with a glove and he has 12 gold gloves to go along with it. He has what looks like, uh, seven, uh, it looks like 10 perfect seasons where he didn't make a single error, you know, and am I reading that right? Maybe not. Cause this is baseball reference and they do things weird, but uh, I mean, they have, he has quite a few seasons where he doesn't make a single error in a couple seasons where he's only making one. Um, 
career fielding percentage of 981. And that's, I mean, that's really freaking good in 12 gold gloves. I mean, he's not going up. You and I talked off air. Like we, he's not going up against mantle. He's not in the same league. So it's not like mantle and Mays are going up against each other, um, you know, for these gold gloves, but I mean, 12, you have to give it to him. You have to, you can't say, you cannot take his fielding away from him. No, yeah. And I think he deserves full credit for fielding. But at the same time, um, despite Mantle only getting one gold glove in his career, um, you mentioned fielding percentage, and Mantle's right there with him at actually one uh, point oh oh one higher at 982 for his career. Now, uh, Mantle, I mean, Mays, we, we discussed this earlier has far more, uh, I believe it is, putouts, outfield putouts. Yeah. Um, but then you go back to him playing four more seasons, um, Mantle's injury troubles. Mantle only played um, over uh, 150 games, only four seasons of his career, of his 18-year career. And um, Mays did that 13 times in his career. So, you know, durability and health definitely plays a part in not just hitting and and definitely fielding as well. If you really crunch numbers and break it down uh, in opportunities and certain situations. That's the one thing. That's one thing I really don't understand how you could go mantle. And I I look at the stats and yes, they're very comparable. Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays, they're both generate, like I said, generational talent, but how do you take the guy who? If you go and look at it, uh, I need to figure out what exactly what year exactly it was. I want to say it was Willie Mays' uh, age. What year was it? Good Lord. I want to say it was his age 34 season where he won an MVP at the age of 34. Didn't Mantle retire at like 36? Mantle like, didn't, didn't, he, didn't he leave like just like two years after that? He retired at 36, but that's where the um injury troubles play in you know he he retired generally young i mean his second to last season he finished i I mean he didn't he didn't finish well in mvp voting but he did receive mvp votes um he got his last mvp what year was it it was his age 30 season in 1962 um but he received mvp votes three more times before he, he retired um, and was an all-star every every year of his career, except for some reason a year where he got 19th in MVP voting. Um, he wasn't an all-star, and then a, his age 19 season where he only played 96 games. So he was consistent in that sense. Um, if we're looking at awards, um, he he might have peaked earlier, but then at the same time, you 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 got to factor in. The knees, and I mean, I know I keep going back to it, but it was just so important um, to his career. I mean, in his last two years, he had to play first base just because his knees couldn't take uh, the outfield anymore. And I mean, they they would have been lucky back then if they had the DH like the American League has now, because I'm sure he would have made a fine designated hitter. But um, yeah, they put they put Mickey Mantle at first base his last two years just because he couldn't handle the outfield anymore. I mean, yeah, you, you got to, I guess you got to include injuries, but uh, if, if you're going from that standpoint, that's the same reason why I want Willie Mays is because the, the lack of injuries. I mean, the man left a season to go join the military and came back, 
and was healthy. I mean, for fuck's sake. I mean, the guy's out there in war and comes back and is is healthy and ready to go. He's coming back winning MVPs. His first season back, he won an MVP coming back from the war. I mean, this is this is a modern day superhero. I mean, this we're guy talking, was. But we're talking about the best player. We're not talking about who's the healthiest. You know, Mickey Mantle can can definitely be said to be a better player than Willie Mays. You know, just these these injuries held him back. You know, because you because when you're comparing players, and everyone has a tendency to do this. You know, you're looking at numbers you know baseball is a numbers game and there's so there's so many statistics to look at and compare and you know sometimes you know not not everyone's a big fan of the eye test but sometimes you just got to use you know your own two eyes and just look at who this guy is you know past you got to look past the numbers because you know if you look at an eye test i mean Mays has the better average he has more home runs more hits more games played he has more everything I test not I test past statistics, not looking at who he is on paper, looking who he is on the field. And, you know, Mickey Mantle showed signs of being a much better player throughout his career. He was consistent, as was Mays. But, you know, you factor in, I think power makes the difference. You know, 536 career home runs for Mickey Mantle, 660 for Mays. Obviously, Mays leads. But then, you know, you go back to how many uh, plate appearances they had, you know. Mickey Mantle had way less opportunity than Mays did to hit home runs. And the fact that he's only uh, 124 off from him, despite missing four, uh, despite retiring four years before, you know, in in career length and not playing over 150 games more than four times for the amount of for what? I'm trying to find a good way to word this for the amount of time that Mickey Mantle played and for what all he went through um, physically, these are insane numbers. And 536 is very, is a very high number. You know, the 500 home run club, 500 and up, you're in, you're an elite company and Mickey Mantle is a member of that um, with limited at best. So, you know, it's tough to discuss potential about a player from so long ago, but you know he had the potential to he had the potential to hit 700. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be straight up and say that. I think that healthy seasons and a couple more good years, you know, he's hitting he's hitting 700, and this is even this becomes even less of a debate if that happens. But it didn't happen, and that's what makes them so close and they played the same position around the same time period and i'm sure it was a debate back then it's still a debate now you know these are two of the best players ever and i'm rambling at this point (laughs) but i'm trying to go back to what my point was at the beginning of this this ramble Um, just admit that willie mays is a better player i i don't think Willie Mays is the better player. I, I still believe Mickey Mantle is the better player. I mean, whenever you do that and you say it's a it's a limited at bats, yes, and that that Mickey Mantle could have hit the 600 club. Well, Willie Mays hit the 600 club. In fact, was only 40 home runs away from hitting 700, which is very very elite company. If I'm not mistaken, what three players are in 700? Is it three? 
Uh, Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, and Barry Bonds, yeah. Yeah, three. And so three players are in the 700 club. And Willie Mays, I mean, think about this. Willie Mays had many, many, many years where he played over 150 games. And I'm not going to say anything for that. That's that's a given. You know, you can't do anything from that. And he stayed in from from 38 years old. He only played 117 games. And when later on in his year 40 season, he played 136. So I'd imagine that, you know, if he only played 117, that he probably got hurt at some point in that time. Um, I'm, that's that's really low. I mean, for a 38 year old you know, player, I mean, 117 nowadays is is phenomenal. But, you know, you're getting 117 whenever the next years, the next two years, you're getting 130 plus. So I'm imagining he got hurt a little bit. And then his age 41 and 42 season, he's barely playing at all. I mean, he's only playing um, 89 games is year 41 and only 69 games is year 42. Um, scratch that 66 games, not 69. Um, and he took one of his young years away. He took his year 20, uh, 22-year-old season away for military service. And I, I, I can imagine that if you were able to get those amount of games back, if you had a whole, another full season under your belt – uh, I mean, the man came back and popped 41 home runs. What's to say that he doesn't play that year and hit 40 home runs as well? And then, boom, you're in the 700 club. I mean, then you're talking about a completely different talk. Because, I mean, are you talking 660 home runs? Or are you talking 700? Because 700 is such an elite club that that's almost a non-debate. If anything, you're just supporting my point. Because looking at his age 42 season, I mean, he could have played 10 games. But that's 10 or 68 However many he did play, you know, it doesn't, he could have played 162 and that just supports my point. He's getting at bats that Mickey Mantle did not have the opportunity to get, whether it's age 42, whether it's age 22. These are, these are things that Mickey Mantle missed out on due to um, his injuries. And, you know, I keep, I keep beating the drum here, but you know, that that is what is it comes down to is health. And despite Mays being the more durable player, you got to think that Mickey Mantle would have done the same, if not more, with uh, with healthier knees. Well, I mean, would, whenever you're starting a team, if you had because that's what our whole debate is here. If you had to have a team, you had to build around Mantle or Mays back whenever they were younger. I mean, don't you want a guy who's healthy? Don't you want a guy who's going to be out there? Yes. You know, do you want to do you want a guy limping around? I have two bad knees. You don't want me on my team. You want and I I played catcher. You want I mean really bad example, but you want JT Real Muto, a guy who's healthy, a guy who's been playing. You don't want to take a guy who's beat up. I mean that's just that's idiotic. Yeah, but I, at the same time, I want the guy that's leading the league in on base percentage several seasons and slugging uh, catastrophic amounts. He's hitting uh, over 40 home runs in several seasons. You know, this guy is a offensive monster. Now, he might not give me 162 games, but he can fit in. It depends. Well, of course, it depends what team kind of team I have. But if I'm the Yankees, I mean, I'm not getting rid of Mantle for Mays. You know, I, we got a good thing going for us. You don't know how long Mantle is going to last. You got to, you know, you got to hold on to him while you can before he's gone. And. The Yankees did that, and they got good use out of him. You see seven championships. He was a big part of every single one of those. You know, he ha he has the World Series record for home runs. He's got 18 of them, which is no no easy task. I don't, I don't think anyone's even came close. So, you know, he's played big parts, and I, I don't think – I think durability does matter 
when picking someone for your team, but you can't ignore his product, his production. You can't. He has 18 World Series home runs, but he's also been in 12 World Series. Yeah. You know, how many players have been in 12 World Series? Quite yeah, a few. He, uh, quite a few. Maybe that Yankees team. Yeah, the yes. So it's out of that Yankees team that went in that era who hit more home runs, and it just happens to be Mickey Mantle. And so now Mickey Mantle is the greatest hitter of all time because he has 18 I'll postseason home runs. I'll look it up. Most World Series participated in. I mean, good luck. I mean, there's not many players who are going to be able to go to a World Series 12 times in their career. Let me guess, Mickey Mantle's face is just sitting there looking right back after you after you type that in, most World Series, and it was like, Mickey Mantle, idiot. Like, duh. Well, Yogi Berra won 10, so I'd have to imagine he played in more than 12, um, especially since he was on some of these teams with Mantle. Is there a Yankees player? Is there somebody other than a Yankees player who's been to the World Series 12 times? I'm trying to find... Because um, I don't want to hear this debate if nobody other than a Yankees player has been 12 times. I'm trying to find something good. Um, so mo- I found on baseball reference, most seasons on a World Series winning team, and um, pretty much everyone I see except one or two are, were Yankees. Um, Barra, DiMaggio, Dickey. I mean, that's that's a bad argument right there, just World Series winning, because you guys, the, be, being a Yankees fan, you and I, we, we have the two fan bases that won the most. I mean, you have the Yankees who won 27, and I'm a Cardinals fan who've won 11. And our 11 are spread out. And, I mean, there's not going to be anywhere close to anywhere who's going to be on there 11 times. That's not going to happen. Because we won in the 20s and we won in 2011. This isn't exactly what I was looking for. It was the best thing I can find. I can't find World Series appearances, but I can – I mean, this was the best thing, World Series winning team. And, yeah, they they do all – pretty much happened to be Yankees. Um, Mantle, seven times. Uh, Barra, ten with the most. You know, that... Okay, so that didn't work out, just... <laughs> I'd have to take more time to look into that. Most... Uh, I can I can promise you that in most World Series, period, if you've been to a World Series the most times, you're a Yankees player. I mean, yeah. that's from, a granted. From that era, you'd have to figure... Um, but you, you still can't knock his production in the, in those situations. I mean, you know, 18 World Series home runs, and no matter how many World Series you participate in, that's still impressive. Yeah, but you can't expect Mays to hit 18 when he's only been to four. Uh, no, I'm, I was never holding him to expectation. I was just, just list, simply listing off the stat to prove that he was impressive in the playoffs. Um, Fair. You know, that that goes with me saying that his production was important to the Yankees. That's all I was saying. Um, I don't I'm not holding Mays to that standard. I know no one else has done it. So, you know, that that's something that makes Mantle unique. And I mean, that could be said, put him put him above everybody else. Um, But, yeah, you make the point at the same time. No one's probably participated in as many as him. And if they have their Yankees. So that's a good point there. I'll give you that. Um, But, yeah, my main what I'm trying to say is that his, his production was very important to the Yankees. Um, also, I'm also trying to find the stat here to try to help you out with the Mantle debate because Willie Mays is ninth all time in games played. Ninth. Yeah. And I, I can tell you, I can tell you that Mantle's not up there. Yeah. There's no way. 
So that does kind of put Mays in a different – he should be held to a different standard based on the opportunities he was given compared to Mantle's opportunities. Okay, but – so we, we agree – I think we can agree to disagree that Mantle was probably uh, probably the better power hitter when it comes to it. I mean, he's finding the gaps more. He's got the better – they have the same exact what was it slugging percentage? They have the exact same slugging percentage. Yeah, five um, fifty-seven. Yeah, five fifty-seven career slugging percentage. They both have it, um, but Mantle has the better on base or OPS um, and the better OPS plus. So and, I think and on base percentage. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it, it. He's taken more walks. He's he's hitting the ball harder. He's finding better gaps. And everything, even though Mick, uh, Willie Mays has the big old gaps in, in polo grounds. But hitting is one tool. And we, we said defensively, you know, we uh, it, it, they're pretty close. They're, they're pretty close defensively. Uh, the only thing I can knock uh, – the only thing I can knock Mantle on is that he doesn't have the arm that Mays has. And he doesn't have the outfield assists. Um, and, yes, putouts is important, but assists are just as important, if not more. In my opinion, I think outfield assists are a little bit more important for an outfielder than putouts because you get a putout every time you catch a lazy fly ball. Um, to me, that's not nearly as impressive as throwing a runner out from the outfield. And Mantle has a hundred, I want to say 104 in the outfield. Uh, yeah, 104 out in the outfield compared to Willie Mays. Uh, where did I have that? Willie Mays, whenever I'm looking at it, he has 188. And Yes, he had more opportunities and everything such as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, whenever you look at it, just in the outfield alone, um, actually, wait a minute. It says, uh, actually, out in the outfield alone, he had a 195. My fault. 188 out in center, um, just alone in center field. But 195, and whenever you come into the infield, like, he played seven seasons at a point he played at first base. And um, let's see, 37 of them are from there. So you take away those 37 and you take away the one that he got out at third base. You're still looking at more outfield assists. Like the arm is there for Mays. Mays is going to throw more people out in the outfield. Mantle can make a catch. That's great. And he's going to have around the same, you know, obviously Mays has way more putouts as well. But as it goes to playing time. And, you know, just catching more fly balls because that's all put outs are is just making the first out. And so the fielding percentages are right there. But overall, Maze is going to throw more runners out. And that's more of a useful tool for an outfielder, at least in my opinion. I want my outfielders to be able to gun people. I don't want Christian Yelich out in my outfield because he's got a noodle. He's not going to he, he can't throw to the cutoff guy. I want Joey Gallo or Aaron Judge or Yasiel Puig, who's going to throw a strike to home plate from the fence, like, and it's going to be on a line. You know, it's it's a beautiful throw, and I need to be able to throw out runners at home. That's what the game's all about: is stopping runs. And you know, I, I can trust Mays to do that just a little bit more than I can trust Mantle to do it. And that's perfectly fine. I'll give you the arm. I'll give you the knees because we know Mantle didn't have those. But that's all I'm giving you. You know. You use that. You use Yelich for example. Sure, his arm's not the best. You know, you you your opponent hits one into the right field corner. He's not gunning him at second like Aaron Judge would. You know, he doesn't have the arm, but he he'll hit 40 home runs. He'll he'll hit over 100 RBIs. He'll bat 310. 
you know it just depends on what you're looking for you can't you know that's like me saying oh uh, billy hamilton should be out there yeah. instead of Man for the arm no. or the i don't glove. care like, what you're arguing billy hamilton should not be in a starting lineup like, no that's right billy <laughs> hamilton no matter what because he can't produce anything really he's fast and he has the arm and the the glove and that's perfectly fine that's what he is that's his thing you know you're looking at mantle he didn't have the arm as much as Mays did and that's fine but he's got the bat you know and that's what he's there for you know you can't hold someone to a certain standard unless you're looking for a fielder you know sure by fielding put Mays out there instead of mantle and and you'll get your defensive production but you might not match your offensive stats in the end it depends on what you're looking for well, I, I think you have to go back to at least bring the knees back into factor because you mentioned something about Mantle having the quickest time from home to first. And uh, I know we were talking off air. I'm like, but Willie Mays has more stolen bases and he has significantly amount of more. Um, I know Willie Mays had 330, if I'm not mistaken. Willie Mantle had like 150, 155, something like around there. Yeah, um, it, was in, it was in the 100s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 153. 153. Okay. So. You know, 153 compared to 330, I mean, he's more than doubling his stolen bases. And if Mickey Mantle had the quickest time from home to first, why is he not stealing bases at second? Yes, he's got bad knees, but his bad knees are doing just mighty fine getting from home to first. What happens to first to second? Why Why do his knees just quit working going to first to second? And whenever I look at a speed standpoint, I'm looking for an all-around player. And I want somebody who's going to hit for contact. He's going to hit for power. He's going to field well. He's going to run well. And he's going to be a good leader on the team. And I think whenever you look at that, especially from the running standpoint, and I think the running standpoint is what gives Mays the biggest edge and puts Mays just enough over Mantle to say, I want Willie Mays on my team as opposed to Mickey Mantle. And I think whenever you have to look at the all-around tools that every player has, you have to go with Willie Mays just because, uh, just off the sheer fact that their, their hitting stats and their fielding stats are just so close. I mean, they, they really are both great hitters. They're both great fielders, but Mays is going to outrun you. And I want Mays there and the durability. And I, I, I want I want somebody who's going to be able to take a beating. I want somebody who I can put out there in my lineup. I don't want my star player playing 100 games. If I wanted that, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't even know who I'd go for. I'm trying to think. I'd go for a Yankee because that's all that ever happens to their lineup. Every every single star player on there likes to like tear a ligament or pull a hip, you know, something stupid. You know, I, I, that's great that you have John Carlos Stanton who's going to hit you 40 bombs, or that's great you have Aaron Judge who's going to hit you 50 bombs. That's great, but they're going to be out of two, three months every season. Like, what's the point of having them, paying them all this money? They're, that That's great. They're going to hit, but you guys have people who step up and hit just as good. Like, you, the Yankees, the Yankees were missing their starting nine last year and were phenomenal still. They, they yeah. were still absolutely phenomenal. And there's no, like, that's what I want. I want the next man up thing. And I don't, with Willie Mays, I don't have to worry about that. He's not going to get hurt. He's going to go out there and he's going to be fine from what it looks like. Whenever you look at his baseball reference and the amount of games he played, it really doesn't look like he got hurt until like the age of 38. Like if at all, he may have just taken a load off. I'm, I'm not too sure, but it really does not look like he ever got hurt. He's Mr. Durable out there. He's no Cal Ripken Jr., but he's out there all the time. Yeah, he's no Legend, iron horse, but he's out. There. Legend has it. Legend has it that Mickey Mantle could run the bases, home to home, in 13 seconds. Now, 
I don't know how true that is. I I did read that somewhere. Um, Who was that Reds ago. guy that had like the the quickest trot, quickest home run trot in ML, MLB history? I forgot who that I, was. I don't remember, but I have to look that up. But yeah, you know, despite his bad knees, um, and and not fantastic stolen base totals. You know, he only had he had twenty one. That was his highest for a single season. Um, compared to Mays' 40. You know, the Yankees, I'll say this, from a strategic standpoint, the Yankees have never been a quick team. Now, you have a few exceptions over time. Uh, I don't know, Brett Gardner, uh, most recently, he, he steals his fair share. You had, we had Ellsbury. I'm not, for, for the Yan- I'm not looking for the Yankees to be a quick team. I'm looking for Mickey Mantle to be fast. I don't care what I'm team just, he's on. He could have been on. I, he could have been on the freaking Senators or whatever the hell the team was. He could have been on the Montreal Expos. He could have been playing for the Louisville Bats, freaking beating his putt out in AAA baseball. I don't give a shit what team he's on. I want him to be fast. Well, but we're looking at numbers right now, and we really don't know how fast he is based on stolen base totals, because the Yankees might not have ran that, uh, I mean, stolen that many bases as a team. I I don't know the team totals off the top of my head, but you look historically, the Yankees have never been that kind of small ball, you know, base running kind of team. You know, we had Ellsbury a few years ago who was supposed to do the stolen base thing and just got hurt and wasted our money. You know, you look years ago, you had a aging Ricky Henderson back in the 80s and 90s who still stole his fair share for sure. But, you know, you look who else on that team stole, you know, more than 25 in a season. You don't see it very often from Yankees teams. So we we weren't there to see how quick he ran. I, I'm sure neither of us studied on game film or anything like that, as uh, it is hard to come by from back then, right? You know, that's I back to the I, say I did not watch any film from the 50s, 60s, no. Yeah, we didn't get to see all that stuff. So it's hard to say whether or not he actually was quick. We know about his knee injuries just because that's how we know his playing time was limited and he retired at only 36. Uh, But, you know, you kind of have to see for yourself whether or not he's quick around the bases and in the field. I know, yeah, you know, the injuries limited him, but you don't know what he was like not stealing bases. You know, stolen bases as a stat is good to look at for base running ability, how good they can get jumps and get in there. You also got to look at what uh, catchers they're against. Honestly, you want to get, you want to get really deep into that, see who they're stealing on. Um, we of course don't have all that information. That I'm not going to go that far in yeah. depth though. <laughs> that kind of information handy, but these are just things to think about when, when discussing who the best runner was really. I mean, I mean, whenever you look at it, the Yankees, the Yankees stolen base leaders, Derek Jeter with 358. But I mean, he has also played the most games in Yankees history, too. So, yeah. And, I mean, and Jeter was never known as a, as a guy that stole a lot of bases. I mean, what, what's the most he's stolen a base? And I mean, in a season, like probably, I have no idea. probably 30 something. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you could find that for me. I, oh, no more than like 35, I'm sure. 35 Matt. Derek Jeter, stolen bases. I see one with 30, let's filter, 34. Yeah, exactly. And I 34 mean, I was, and 06 at the age of 32. I was right on the money there. I mean, he didn't He didn't pass 35. So He did have 40 attempts. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I got caught stealing her. Despite that. I mean, I think yeah, but I think thirty-five for forty is pretty good. Um, but yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the Yankees were never that kind of team. And I mean, you look at who they had back then: Vera, DiMaggio. You know that you got Don Larson pitching. You got Whitey Ford, Red Ruffing. You know, uh, I don't know. I don't remember Bill Bill Dickey I'm, might have been there. I'm I'm intrigued by the fact that you said that you don't care like that that base running is not exactly the best stat to see like you know how quick they are like what what else are you using speed for other than base running and getting to balls in the outfield and i mean we saw putouts i mean we we saw putouts and we we kind of both agreed that putouts you know they can be lazy fly balls i mean you're getting to balls it doesn't matter but what else do you need speed for other than to steal bases and they come around and score and whenever you're looking at that i mean runs you're you're going to have Willie Mays again by a mile. I mean, you're just because of the career being so much longer, uh, uh, almost, almost 300, uh, a little bit more than 300 runs separate the two, uh, almost 400 actually. So, I mean, what, 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 what more do you need steal uh, like speed for? I mean, I'm not, I'm not asking him to, I don't know, steal something out of the freaking local Walmart or something like that. I'm asking him to go get from first to third on a, on a single out in the outfield. I'm asking him to take second base for free. Like I just, just I, I need speed to get extra bases. I don't need speed to to, you know, uh, I don't even know. I don't know what else I need it for. <laughs> I'm going I'm going right back to on base percentage. 421 on base percentage all time for Mickey Mouse career. 16th all time. You know, it when you have someone that can get up the line as quick as Mickey Mantle, it makes it hard. It makes it hard on the infielders specifically. You know, you chop one. You know, which for most players would be like an easy out. You chop one a second. Mickey Mantle's got that speed, three point one. You know, but I'm saying, a, what, are, what are you using that speed? That's great. You're getting on base, but how do you get to second now? You're not stealing. You have. You look at what the Yankees had. Like I just said, Barra, DiMaggio, Dickey. You got guys around you, Rizzuto too. Um, they're hitting you in. They're getting you in. First to third isn't that big of a problem when you're three point one for ninety feet. I mean, that's, you know, you're going first to third on a single, you know, and, and even not on choppers, you know, you go back to walks, you know, a walk is as good as a hit you're on, you know, you can't steal a base if you don't get on base. You can't steal first base. That's what's But then you go to that argument and Willie Mays statistically gets on base less often of a time than Mickey Mantle and then steals more than double of the bases. And that's perfectly fine. But remember, you, you know, the Giants are potentially playing a different game. You know, the Yankees probably didn't have to do that as much because they had hitters that can move Mantle in the scoring position. I know the Giants, you know, he only uh, what won one World Series. He didn't have the team that Mantle had, you know, but I, uh, you, man, Ugh. but you put Mantle on the Giants and he could do similar things. You know, he might not be the guy that that coach is telling go steal that bag. But imagine Mantle. At Polo Grounds, you know, half his half his games. Are you are you busy? Are you busy? No, I'm fine. My gr- my girlfriend just walked up. I'm just saying hi. I'm saying good night. It's it's late. It's late. It's late. It's late. But good night. You know, I you, love you. <laughs> I'll be there in a little bit. <laughs> you imagine hey. you imagine uh, Mickey Mantle hitting those gaps at Polo Grounds. You know, how would the stats be different then? You know, there are so many different factors, and these are. And it all comes down, these are two great players. It's just who they were playing for, where they were playing, how often they were playing. It just factors into their entire careers. 
I mean, I just think back. I the 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 main thing I can relate to best is like the the year of the like the decade of the '80s for the Cardinals, and the Cardinals had speed. I mean, they were loaded. They had Coleman. They had Brock. They had Smith. You know, that team was fast, but that team was known for getting on base and moving runners and playing small ball. But they still stole a shit ton of bases. I mean, if you have the speed, why aren't you stealing? I mean, I know you're in a small park with Yankee Stadium. I know you have I mean, they've always been the Bronx Bombers. I don't remember a time where they weren't known for hitting the home run. Like why but still, why it's not like you're gonna have the guy batting behind excuse me, you're not gonna have the guy hitting behind mantle hitting a home run on pitch one every single time, or, you know, you're not going to go into only a two pitch at bat every single time you have the opportunity. Just steal. Why are you not stealing the bases? Just move. What, are, what are the odds that that guy behind you is going to get a hit? I mean, yeah, it may have worked out, but what statistically, what are the odds? Every single hitter, even your best hitters are only, it looks like I'm, I'm going to go off of Mickey Mantle's highest average, Mickey Mantle's highest average of all time. Three sixty five. Three sixty five. Yeah. So even your best hitter is statistically only getting a hit 37% of the time. Why are you not stealing a base? Because odds are not in your favor that that guy's going to get a hit behind you. Go go take the bag. Go get extra positions. It's all about scoring. I don't care if you're at first. I want you at second. I want you at third. I want it to be easier to score. I don't even care about running up the score. I'd rather you run up the score. Move into position. Get into position. The whole point of the game is to score runs. And yes, he's coming around to score, but like you can make it so much easier on your team. And I mean, if that might not be Mantle's fault, but that's piss on the Yankees for not stealing bases when you have a guy who's got such good speed. Okay. Now he's here. Now I'm now I'm killing him in an argument. <laughs> here we go. No, we go. No, we got it. So 1957, he hit 365. We just discussed that. He Correct. led the team. Mickey Mantle led the 1957 Yankees in stolen bases with 16. Next closest was Hank Bauer with seven. This team did not steal many bases. Okay, you got 16, Mantle, 7, Bauer, Tony Kubek only had 6, and then from there you got 3 and under for the rest of the team. Okay, so th- this this is perfect. I'm glad I looked this up. It completely supports my point that the Yankees were not a team that stole very often. Okay, um, Boy, I, I suggest, okay, go look up. Go look up May's best season, best on-base percentage season, or best average season. Three, he hit 347. I don't know the year. I know he hit 347. You go check he that. He hit and check. 347 in... What, I'll look uh, it up. Let's see. That would be in 1958. Okay, 1958, New York Giants. He also stole base. 31 bases, led the league. See, so look at that. 31... On the Giants. I mean, you know, that's that's generally low. But um Well here you go. Let let's let's check out this instead, because in his uh in nineteen fifty six he led the league with forty. So he's on and he only had a two ninety six average. So check out check out the fifty six New York Giants and see what your what your stealing numbers are like on the nineteen fifty six New York Giants. They may have statistically been, yeah, 56 New York Giants. Right. See see what their stealing numbers are looking like as a team. Okay. They, yeah, they may so have been. May, Mays had 40. Uh, yes. he, got, he was caught stealing 10 times, so 40 for 50. And then you have this big gap. You have a very big gap. And then you have the first baseman, Bill White, stealing 15 bases. 
And then after Bill White, everyone's three and under. See, and, and that that goes right back to your point that the Yankees don't steal a lot. But they my, had that guy with the speed. Mantle's your guy with the speed. Why aren't you stealing? He stole he led the team. He led the team in stolen bases. Right, and so did Mays. Right. So what's your point? Then why why does he have such low statistical like why is he at half of the stolen bases as Willie Mays? I'm I'm about to pull out a calculator and start calculating total attempts between both teams because you know you're looking at this Mantle was 16 for 19, Bauer was seven for nine, Kubek six for six. Sto I'm saying if you have the speed, why aren't you running? And that's why I'm saying even if it, even if it's a team thing for the Yankees, piss on the Yankees for not using Mantle right. Uh, that that's no, going to be I, your big thing. But I see no, that's the difference. I see no problem with how they're using Mantle here. He hit 34 home runs, 94 RBIs. He walked 146 times. You know. His on-base percentage was 512. That's his, yeah, that's his career high that season as well for on-base percentage as well as batting average. I don't care if he's stealing bases or not. This is a fantastic player. There's a generational talent, a 25-year-old Mickey Mantle, 28 doubles, 34 home runs, 94 RBIs, runs scored 121. He walked 146 times. He only struck out. 75 times that season his OPS was over a thousand he slugged 665 stolen bases mean nothing when you're putting up numbers like this 315 total bases he was intentionally walked 23 times which led the team 13 more than Yogi Berra uh Yogi Berra was intentionally walked 10 times but you know this is a fantastic team um I don't know if they won the championship this season um oh they, they how old was how old was Mickey Mantle during this they lost in seven to the Milwaukee Braves, so they they did contend that season. But this is his age twenty five season. This is his prime, you know. Well, what I, about whenever you go back to Willie Mays' season? Whenever he's twenty three and he's leading the league in batting average, slugging percentage, OPS. He's got a three forty five average, a six sixty seven slugging, a ten seventy eight OPS. He's got three seventy seven total bases. He's got a one seventy five OPS plus. He's got forty one bombs, one hundred and ten ribs. Like what? What, what are you saying? Like, I mean, the, the Willie Mays is right there, too, statistically. And and, and two years younger. 23. Okay. Do you want – okay, if you want me to go back, okay, age 24 season for Mickey Mantle. 52 home runs, 130 RBIs. He led the league in both of those, as well as runs scored with 132. Batting average, 353. He didn't even lead the league the year he hit 365. 353 was when he led the league. His OPS was once again – over a thousand this time uh this time was a little lower than the next season that i that i just previously mentioned but it's over a thousand his slugging was 705 he led league in both of those total bases 376 led league in that as well you know prime is a, is a span of several years you see mike trout doing it in present day you his know, life is his prime. He's not going to have a time where it's not his prime. Yeah, you see, you know, and Mays and Mantle both had years where that was their prime. You can see a clear set of numbers here that are that just blow blow me away. I mean, that 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 uh, season I just named fifty two home runs. That's not even his career high. In nineteen sixty one, he hit fifty four, drove in one hundred twenty eight RBI. How old? How old was he there? That was his age 29 season, and that's his career high in home runs, 29. It's not even talking about back when he was 24, 23. 
So both players were obviously great when they were young. Let's go a little bit older. What's Mantle doing at the age of 34? His 34, um, age 34 season, he only played 108 games. But in 108 games, he hit 288, 23 home runs. Um, his OPS was 927, which is still close to 1,000. I'd still be impressed with that at 34. Um, See, and for, for Mays in age 30, 31, 33, and 34, he all hit over 40 home runs. And at the age of 34, 34 years old, Willie Mays is hitting 52 home runs, driving at 112, batting 317, leading the league in on-base slugging percentage and OPS, and wins an MVP at the age of 34. I was sitting there trying to find somebody I could compare to, and I thought Miguel Cabrera immediately the year he won the Triple Crown, and he was 30. This man still had four years on Miggy, who won a Triple Crown at the age of 30. I thought Miguel Cabrera was old for an MVP, but it turns out he was right in his prime, 34. I don't know how many – I got to look up the oldest player to win an MVP because 34 years old to still be winning MVPs? I mean, you just, I mean, you so happen to pick out the one year that Mantle didn't win. Uh, I mean, didn't, wasn't an all-star. And I don't know if you did that on purpose or not. But, I did not know that. I did not. Yeah. But I mean, production's slowing down and, and, you know, we, we discussed the knees, you know, and he was overall starting to slow down and that's why he retired at 36. You know, Mays had that longevity. That's what kept him going until he was what, 42 or something like that. Um, yeah, it's hard to compare post prime stats when it comes to mantle, but you just gotta, you gotta kind of live in the moment. Because mantle didn't have a post prime. That's what I'm saying. His knees gave out on him. He shat the bed and he went and whacked his pud for the ages of 36 and on when old man Mays at the age of 42 was teaching little youngins how to swing a bat. I mean, you even said off off camera that Mays didn't do shit his his last like three seasons. Yeah, so that's you fair. his last three seasons, but yet you still have from thirty six on, you still have thirty six to thirty nine. And you know, and that that's what makes the difference with all these statistics. You know, you have those extra years. You know, Mantle was slowing down, but you know, he hit um, his final year. He hit eighteen home runs, which I know for a thirty six year old is. You know, it's it's okay. Um, what was what was May's thirty six season? Uh, age thirty six season. At the age of thirty six, uh, where is that at? Nineteen sixty seven, which is right there. Is that it? Yes. At the age of nineteen sixty seven, uh, he hit two sixty three, three thirty four on base with a four fifty three slugging. Had twenty two home runs, drove in seventy. And see, so he's not, I mean, he's clearly declining. He's not too far off. Four more home runs, uh, 16 more RBIs. But I will say, I'll go back to it. Um, Mantle beat him out in, on base percentage, a 385 on base percentage. Mantle finished a positive uh, walks to strikeouts ratio in its final season, 106 strikeouts to 97. I mean, I'm sorry, 106 walks to 97 strikeouts. Um, you know, if you can't get the hits, at least you can get on base. Um, he only had 103 hits his last season in 435 at-bats. You know, it's definitely not Mantle's best season. It's his last for a reason. 
but the on-base percentage was still there. His on-base, his on-base percentage never dipped under. Um, looks like 349, which was his first season, where he only he played 96 games. On-base was never below what 349. Yeah. To be fair, Mays only had three seasons below that. One of them being his rookie year, the other two at the ages of 36 and 42. Well, I mean, but there you go. I mean, Mantle was consistent in that sense, and he got all the way up to 512. Yeah, but Mantle never played. He played a 36-year-old season, yes, but he never played a 42. What was Mantle doing at the age of 42? He couldn't climb stairs. And, and yes, and that's why he's not in baseball. So, you know, that's just – that's the difference maker. If you, if you value – durability more than production then you're gonna like maze but you know you look at a lot of these seasons and and you could make the claim that mantle is the superior player but it's really just whatever you're looking for i don't remember all the five tools i know it's contact fielding power speed what's the other one i'm missing did you say contact contact power fielding and speed what's the fifth what's the fifth one they say a five tool player yeah it's contact honestly, power, speed, fielding, and something else. Uh, even I'm going to look it up, honestly. I, I mean, we should know that, but... We should know that, and it, we're bad for not knowing that, but I don't even remember the fifth duel. So it, they are speed, power, hitting for average, fielding, and arm strength. Arm strength, okay. So whenever you look at it, I mean, contact-wise, I guess you got to go mantle. I guess you got to go for power. But whenever you're looking at speed, when you're looking at arm strength, and you're looking at fielding, you gotta go maze. And what do you want three or two? Do you want to be the better in three two tools or two tools? Are you gonna take the small dip in hitting that Willie Mays is gonna bring you to have those other three tools? Fielding and is yes, fielding is very close for the record. We we the statistically yes yeah statistically fielding percentage is one one apart so. Yeah. Then are you going to take – basically, are you going to take Maze's speed and Maze's arm for the slight dip in average? Are you going to take that? I mean – I mean, that, that's what it basically comes down – and the durability, basically. Are you going to take the durability and the arm strength and the speed for the the slight dock? And not even, not even a big one, the slight dock in hitting. And that's why – all around, I'm going Willie Mays. I, I don't see how I can. I I would rather have all five tools guaranteed. I will I will take all five, and both players have all five. Um, I mean, even even though he had a better arm, Mantle still had a good arm. I mean, it's 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 Baron Yelich, but you know it it, it he was obviously fast. He stole quite a bit of bases, but whenever it comes to speed, I'd rather have Mays. And whenever it comes to the arm strength, I'd rather have Mays. Whenever it comes to the durability and being out there, I'd rather have Mays. And when they're both hitting, I don't care. I'll take either one. Uh, they're both hitting like crazy. I mean, the crazy time. And career average, I mean, career average-wise, you're getting on base more, or you're getting hits more with um, with with Willie Mays. And statistically, they're getting on base Literally the same amount of time. They have the same exact on-base percentage in their career. So I think statistically I have to go Willie Mays. And I, I know you've made a lot of good points, and you've 
you've made me think about it a little bit more. Don't get me wrong. You really have. But I still don't see how I can waver from Willie Mays, and I don't think I could. Yeah. Uh, it, it, in the end, it really just depends on what you're looking for. Um, slugging percentage is exactly the same, as you mentioned. On-base percentage, Mantle does have a significant adva- uh, advantage over Mays, and I, that that's mostly due to walks. No, I think you have those mixed up. I thought it was on-base percentage was exactly the same. No, on-base percentage is 421 to 384. I think you mixed oh, okay. up. Yeah, slugging percentage. Then I did mix it up. Slugging percentage is the same. My yeah, fault. they both I have mixed- a five, 557 career slugging. Um, but I, I think the on-base percentage makes all the difference, offensively at least. Um, fielding, you might take a slight dip in production if you go mantle over Mays. But I think Mantle would be good enough to get the job done while still producing offensively just as well. But um, it, it's really just what you're looking for. Uh, I think we should leave it up to those listening. If I, for honestly. sure. I mean, obviously, obviously from us talking, neither one of us has swayed somebody the other way. I still think Maze. You still think Mantle. But it, it, it becomes down to do you want to take the on-base in Maze and do you want to take the better eye to try to get on base more? And you're going to take the little bit of dock and fielding and – speed or are you going to take the speed the fielding and the durability of maze and take the slight dock and the hitting we don't know uh, general manager wise you know we are gms for hire but this is why we are gms for hire because we would both run teams separately you know we both have a different way of how we see how we would run teams and if you're looking for more traditional more all-around guys i it, it, look, it sounds like you're looking for me but if you're looking for a guy who's going to put the ball in the gap you're going to look for the guy who's going to get on base and run production it looks like you're more leaning towards Matt Perry. But whatever you all think, listening back at home, that's your opinion. Feel free to drop it in the comment section. Do you go Mandel? Do you go Mays? Um, who even had the better argument? Maybe you thought Mays, and now you're going Mantle. Maybe you were with Mandel, now you're with Mays. I mean, um, if we swayed you, feel free to comment below. But until then, um, feel free to follow our Spotify and our Apple Music. We're on both of those platforms now. We've been on YouTube for quite some time, so you can feel free to follow us there. Like, comment, subscribe, everything you want to do on that. And feel free to comment. Also, debates. If you guys like this debate flat platform, feel free to leave um, suggestions for two players in any sport that we could debate, whether it be football, hockey, baseball, you know, whatever you want to do, you name it. We'll compare them, um, and we'll have a similar debate like that. But until then, that's Matthew Perry. I'm Will Paulson, and we're signing off for Jams for Hire. Thank you so much for watching. Peace.